What's up, brothers and sisters? What have we done as a people to have to deal with all this rigmarole that's been going on with Kyrie and Ye, Ye? A man cannot even speak anymore in regards to having freedom, especially if you have money or you're making money with other people that really don't favor you. If you have money and you have bought into somebody's system to the point where when it comes to important topics, don't speak on or certain groups don't speak about this has become a problem because Kyrie and Yi have not been able to speak their minds without some type of criticism. And then you get criticism sometimes from your own people. Yi and Kyrie are black people. And from black media, they have received a whole lot of criticism because they opened up their mouth about a certain group. Sometimes when you're speaking on certain groups, you know, if it's the truth, then you speak what you know. You shouldn't have to be penalized for speaking your truth. See, we have become a nation of yes sir boss we sick boss that's what we've become you see black people seem to be more worried about their former oppressor than they are than their former oppressors worried about themselves because they know they have black people who they've taken out of the barrel and gave some props to, to make them seem as if they are better than their brothers and sisters that are still in the barrel. Oh yeah, it sounds kind of crazy. You know, when you label a podcast, sometimes you have to figure out what am I uh, going to call this particular podcast? And I've done a podcast before on sorry. Why does black people always have to say, I'm sorry? I'm sorry. You're sorry. Why do I have to explain the fact that I am sorry? When basically all I did was tell a truth. Why do I have to go back and say, I'm sorry? When you have apologized once for maybe saying something, but basically in Kyrie's case, Brother Kyrie, he only posted on his social media Twitter account. He only posted. He didn't say anything. He just made a post. But yet, does a post have to garner a $500,000 uh, penalty or speaking to other groups or being told you have to learn sensitivity training? When black people 
are being scrutinized every single day in the music, in the media, but yet we still have to go and say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you, Mr. Charlie, AKA white man, forgive me. People want to always say that you should do this, you should do that. Black people have set this world into a path that everybody wants to follow. But still have to be reminded that you were slaves once. You were brought into slavery. You weren't slaves. You were brought into it. Brought into slavery and being a slave is something totally different. See, people like to say, well, you know, there's systemic racism in America. No, I like to call it hatred towards a group of people who have done absolutely nothing to a lot of groups of people. But for some reason or another, a lot of groups of people come to America and think they have that right to try to tell Black people what they're doing wrong, how to do it right, when they just got here. And then they try to be like the former oppressor themselves. And that's a sad thing because Mr. Charlie, Mr. Charlie, please take me back. I'll be a good Negro as long as I am black or I'm sorry for offending you. Please forgive me. See, having that type of mentality has really put us in a situation where as long as we have that 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 uh mentality we're going to always be that you say reparations we deserve reparations oh with this kind of stuff that goes on that I'm sorry that's going on with brother Yi and Kyrie oh man you think these people want to even talk about reparations they don't want to talk about reparations why would they talk about reparations because they're never going to talk about reparations they don't want to. They feel that black people are people who deserve absolutely nothing. Because see, their mentality is, like a lot of people's mentality, that black people are slaves. You don't see the history of black people because black people, when you look at it, are truly the history of the world. But when others want to come around and just take away your freedom, they want to take away your freedom of speech, your freedom of thought, your freedom of religion, your freedom, freedom. Because too many people read history that's been poorly written of black people. Black people's history is a beautiful, extended, worldly history. It's not just based on uh, being brought into slavery and brought over in America. That's not it. Black people, history is history. Basically, you look at the Bible, a lot of things in the Bible, uh, whether or not they're fictional or non-fictional, a lot of things in the Bible basically are people of color. That's what the Bible is.
it was once said the Bible is a black history book. And in certain regards, it is a black history book because the people were people of color. When you say black, well, you don't say, well, they're not black. Well, of course not. We're not black, black. But the people who gave the term black are the ones who don't know their own history. So they name or deemed us as black people. We are people of color. We are people with melanin. You can kick out black. You can kick out Negro. You can kick out nigga. You can kick out what uh, Ebony, whatever you want to kick out. Because see, people today don't even know their own history, but they feel they know the people of melanin in their skin. They feel they know their color. You know, sometimes we, we, we fall into a trap. Well, well, I'm black. And it's like, well, not really, because you're not black. I'm black, but I'm not black. I'm not even, I'm not even near black. I'm a person with melanin in his skin. But this world completely does not understand the history of our melanin brothers and sisters. They just don't. And they never will because small-minded people never will try to even learn what's going on in the world because people want to see what they want to see. They want to hear what they want to hear. Whatever goes on in social media world, that is what goes on. And a lot of people are so hooked on social media. That is their world. It's like being in a dream. The only way you can really live is to go and dream. It's like the movie Inception, where people would go to a certain place and they would dream four hours. Because see, four hours of dream is almost like, wow, it's a long, it's not a four, four hours in a dream is almost like, what? A day or two, a month, or whatever. It could be a whole long time if you just sit there and you just dream. You would wake up and you'd be like, what happened? Because your mind is believing that the dream is real. And that reality is just a dream. A lot of people take the dream as reality and they take reality as a dream. And that's the sad thing about it. But then again, that's how people are. People want to have something that they could believe in that makes them feel better about themselves. Because a lot of people don't feel good about themselves. A lot of people are just what they are. They're still struggling with trying to figure out who they are. A lot of people don't know who they are. And that's the, that's the funny thing about it. A lot of people just don't know who they are. But, you know, when you, you, you try to help people, they don't want to be helped. You know, a lot of people don't want to be helped. You'd be surprised. A lot of people, I'm sorry, a lot of people do not want to be helped. You know, they will act like they want to be helped. But a lot of people feel comfortable being where they are in life whether that's following somebody else's coattail, believing whatever the world says, they believe. Because see, when you take people who have the right to speak, black folks, uh, I'm sorry, people of color have the right to speak. We have freedom of speech. And then people try to take your freedom of speech away. They give you a lot of money and then they tell you, hey, don't say this, don't say that. 
You know, that's not for you to say. That's not for you to do. You know, what kind of world are we living in when you can't even speak your mind? Because that's what's going on. People of color are starting to speak their mind. And the quote unquote masses don't like it. But then again, who cares? We have freedom of speech. We have freedom of thought. See, when I was going to school, we had critical thinking. You was able to think for yourself. Nowadays, Apple thinks for you. Siri thinks for you. Google thinks for you. Alexa thinks for you. Because you have stopped practicing how to think for yourself. And then people come out with thought and say, I want to talk about a situation where you can say, well, you made all this money. I'm talking about, you know, Yee and Kyrie. You've made all this money. And now you want to come out and say something. Well, they both have pretty much always said things. It's just been in a way that people, one, didn't pay attention to or paid very little attention to. And then all of a sudden, bam, they say something about another group that's supposed to be a dominant group or culture. And then the next thing you know, the world blows up at them. Then like, oh my God, wow, I can't believe that. Because a lot of people feel it. They want to do it, but they don't do it. They feel if I do this, I'm going to have to suffer the repercussions. And usually what is the repercussions for people who say things? Money. People do not like to have their money tampered with. And when you tamper with someone's money, it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. No one likes to hear the bad things when it comes about money. No, no. Don't talk about the money. Or better yet, don't mess with my money. But there's been many people who have suffered and put their careers on the line. You take our brother Stevie Wonder when he fought for Martin Luther King to have a holiday, a national holiday, meaning it is celebrated throughout the world, or it is celebrated throughout the country. Martin Luther King, Stevie Wonder fought hard. Others helped. But Stevie Wonder was the face. He put his career on the line. You take Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle put his career on the line when he says, you know what? Hey, I refuse and I'm not going to do this show anymore, which was the Chappelle show in the early uh, 2000s. I'm not going to do this. You know, $50 million. Sometimes you just can't buy people. You know, uh, give props to our brother, uh, Jason Williams. The brother on uh, the morning show with uh, Keyshawn, Jay, and Max for coming out and speaking up. He spoke up on something like he said, you know, I can lose my job, but he spoke up on his friend because he felt his friend didn't did nothing wrong, which his friend did not do nothing wrong. He just posted about a movie and, and, and the disappointment of our brother Shaq to go out there and play this particular movie at his theater. And then want to downgrade his brother, Kyrie, when he's playing the movie. It's like, wow, brother, how could you be like that? See, and then Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley has always been Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley says a lot of stuff, and sometimes people pay him. A lot of black people really don't pay Charles Barkley any mind. It's like, man, he's, 
you know, he's funny. He makes jokes. He's funny. But sometimes he says things to the point where he could say, well, I'm going to take a stand on this one. But no, when it comes to certain group, sometimes people, they'll say, instead of saying, you know, I'm going to pass, they rather just go out there and say something stupid or ignorant. Because to me, he could have kept his mouth shut. Shannon could have kept his mouth shut. Shannon tried to clean it up a little bit. But Shaq could have kept his mouth. Say, you know what? I'm going to pass on Shaq. You have enough money. But then again, how much is there really enough money? And do you really have enough money? Because see, if Kanye can lose X amount of billions in a certain amount of days or hours, did he really even have that money? And a lot of times these are contracts. They're not real. It's not real money that you're talking about losing. You're talking about contracts that basically have a period of time for you to accumulate that money. Therefore, the value of that contract is worth billions of dollars. But if you never accumulate those billions of dollars by doing the actual job or the actual selling the actual product, are you really losing that money if it's never been done? A lot of people get caught up in the other people's money. People forget Muhammad Ali risked his whole career. When he says, I ain't fighting them Viet Cong, they ain't never called me nigga. People don't really realize Ali put his career in the prime of his career. He had to give up his title. He had to give up three and a half years and pretty much go into exile because he says, Viet Cong ain't never called me nigga. I got enough issues in my own country. So he had to sit and not fight in the prime of his career. And when he came back, he was never that fighter again. He was a very, very good fighter, but he wasn't that extraordinary fighter that he was. So sometimes history has uh, uh, repeats itself. You know, they say we're going to suspend Kyrie for four games. No, five games without pay. See, make sure you put that in there. Without pay. We're going to tell ye, we're not going to do business with you anymore. Nike tells Kyrie, we don't want your service anymore. We're not going to sell your shoe. See, so you have to understand, brothers and sisters, when you are a good porch monkey, we love you. You are one of us, but you're not really one of us, but you have the tendencies to be one of us. But stay away from that. Because if you want to support your people, no, we can't have that. Now you're starting to see a lot of people come out. The brother from the Celtics, uh, Brother Brown, came out. He says, you know what, man? This is garbage. Nike's wrong. And he was right. Nike was wrong for doing what they did. But then again, were they really wrong? See, there's an ethics clause in these contracts that these ball, these ball players, these entertainers uh, have. And if you displease your former slave master, they'll pull that ethics clause on you. Look what they did to, what was it? Uh, uh, the baby. They did the same thing. They, was it the baby? Little baby? I think it was the baby. That's when they called him the baby. And they did that to him when he went and he said some things about this group of people that he shouldn't have said. 
And what they do, they cancel his contracts and they try to cancel his career. But when you displease your former slave master, that's when they come after you. That's why it is so important for brothers and sisters to have to own your own, your own platform. One thing about Roland Martin, Roland Martin, if you ever listen to him, Roland Martin's platform, he speaks a little bit. He, he may say some words that you can't say on television. Uh, his guests sometimes say some words that you can't say. His panels sometimes say some words that you can't say. But it's Roland Martin unfiltered. So it's unfiltered. So basically it's like, hey, man, you put it out there. This is what's going on the air. We ain't going to filter it out. Black media sometimes, black media, I am so proud of my brothers and sisters who are in black media because black media is starting to stand up. They're starting to speak out. See, when BET was sold, the first thing BET, the uh, first thing Viacom did with BET was get rid of what? The news. Because that was what we were actually hearing, our news. We were hearing things about us, black people. Oh, I'm sorry, people of melanin skin but Viacom got rid of that because basically they didn't want you to hear no more they wanted to, to put what they wanted to put their programming and nowadays I don't even why well, start watching BET once it was sold back in 2002 was it a 2002 2001 I stopped watching I didn't even follow it no more it's like man please I ain't watching that mess I might have watched some uh uh soul train soul train awards the BET awards something like that from time to time, but other than that, I don't even frequent that station, and I don't even have the app. The app ain't nowhere near my phone, my tablet, my laptop. I don't put that stuff on my phone. It's like, man, that ain't BET. That's something that's being controlled. And like I say, when you are controlled, basically, like our music, our music is controlled by a certain group. That's why you can go out there and you can talk bad about the black woman. You can talk bad about the brothers and no one really cares. Why? As long as it's selling and making money, the world can, oh yeah, pop their fingers, shake their butt, sing along, and it's all good. But if you say anything about some other groups, not just the, 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 the current group that's after Brother Yee, and Kyrie, you might get a slap on the wrist. This world has become a world that wants to maintain its power over people of the darker hue. That's what it is. The bottom line, they still think we back into slavery and they trying to maintain that power. That's the sad thing. There is no love in this country. Was there ever really love in this country for people of melanin skin? Ask yourself that question. This is your brother. Send him out. Peace.